You're listening to This Girl Can Talk with me, Harriet. Today I'm joined by Pilates instructor and business owner, Lydia. Goes under the business name Lydia Wellness. She's also my friend, uh, amazing Pilates instructor. We talk about creating those passions for, so Lydia always enjoyed exercise, dance, movement generally, creating that passion for those interests into business. Um, we weigh up what you need to think about perhaps if you're considering this yourself and how important exercise and movement is to everybody. So I hope you enjoy this episode today. So welcome to This Girl Can Talk. Uh, the, the season this year, like I'm going to be talking about women in their extra sidelines, their entrepreneurship. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to really get to the start of why you went out to do your own thing at the time mm. and kind of that the journey to now Can yeah well it was it was a it came at a, a time when I I'd, I'd, I'd left uni and I was working in a in a job which I'd been really enjoying you know it gave me like a, a a platform to sort of start my career but then I found myself a couple of years later not enjoying my job anymore and kind of feeling very stuck in terms of what's next I wasn't feeling fulfilled and I was a bit I was feeling very much like, oh, is this life? Is this adult life? Like, I'm not enjoying it. Um, I'm, I'm commuting. I was commuting for a while into London from Bedfordshire, which was really t- like time consuming yeah. and, and draining. And then I moved to London. And for anyone who has lived or <laughs> considering living in London, it's just so full on. You know, yeah. there's always stuff to do it's very hard to actually just say no because you actually want to do stuff but you end up finding yourself just like so busy and, and also spending, spending a lot of money yeah <laughs> yeah so, exactly. spending a lot of money yeah and yeah and I and I wasn't you know my salary wasn't um particularly sort of fruitful <laughs> let's say Good at word. the time either <laughs> yeah so I think there was just a few things going on there where I was kind of like okay I need to make change meanwhile I was um kind of continuing with my fitness routine which was something that I um you know I've always loved moving my body and I used to dance and then um in school I sort of took up Pilates and that was something that I just really really loved doing I um and I continued that when I was in London and I was going to sort of Pilates classes I sort of increased my my cadence of classes to twice a week and I just really got so much from them yeah um and and it was you know getting exercise into my week was kind of a highlight for me I always looked forward to I, I, I'd cycle into work I'd cycle home and I'd always look forward to that or I'd start running and I'd run back from Westminster to Tooting and I just felt really fit um and yeah I suppose it got to a point where I was where at the job I was at I was kind of like okay what next or how, how can I earn more money and I and I, I remember being in a Pilates class and thinking oh my gosh I could actually teach this I yeah you know, I've danced I've I've done drama I, I could see myself teaching teaching fitness so I ended up signing up to I did a bit of research and yeah I sort of spoke to to friends and people in the fitness industry that had kind of inspired me let's say um yes. and were a huge part of my I suppose a huge part of my um Kerry Kerry Sports so who's based in Sussex um I, I started off Pilates with her and 
she was a huge inspiration for me and she was very, very helpful when I was looking into courses and things. And anyway, I sort of started to discover different ways of, of, of making the next step and signed myself up to a Pilates teacher training course. And that was the sort of start of the journey. And it was, I guess, the more I started to then practice teaching on people, I just loved it. And I just mm. thought, okay, I really want to have the time to do this properly. It was initially alongside your work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I thought of it as like, a, oh, okay, this could bump up my salary. This could be like an extra income for when I'm in London. Um, yeah. But it just so happened that the the other job then ended up not, you know, I, it didn't get better. And I just didn't feel as though I felt like there was something out there for me, which wasn't that. So I ended up moving out of London, moving back to Bedfordshire and going full time with my with my own business and actually yeah. freelancing whilst growing a fitness wellness business yeah. um, and that's kind of how it was born really and I would go to your classes when you were yeah year, and you had you have such a skill with I think bringing the best out of the class I think you can tell you're you're passionate about it and there's a real what you've touched on there is like you're passionate about movement mm. exercise is good for you and then you're thinking okay I could probably put my passion into and in a, a stream of revenue mm. out of this what is it that Pilates for you what if you could describe it in a feeling I think for me one of the things I kind of love about Pilates is the is the feeling afterwards you feel a sense of release you feel lighter feel less tense I feel energized mm. and stronger so it's Pilates is a total body workout but I love the low impact yes um, me too. side of Pilates because you come out and you know you've you've had a great workout. You might not have necessarily sweated loads. You should feel warm um, mm. and you might sweat, but like it's not a hit workout. It's a different workout, but it's it it's, it should be a, a rigorous, a, a, hot, a challenging workout. And I think it just kind of aligned with my dance background as well. Like I love the, the, the kind of um, the time you, you take to stretch and to kind of improve your flexibility and your mobility. And I think it's such an amazing way to also slow down because yeah. I think we're we're very like often we're so busy and kind of rushing from one thing to the next. Like I said, Pilates is challenging, but it also gives you that chance to slow down and to kind of reset. And I think that's like the thing that I got the most out of sort of starting Pilates. My sleep was better and I just yeah. felt more calm. Yeah, it's so calming. I, yeah. I remember within your class, I'd really look forward to pushing, working on my core. Um, mm. You were really also good with any technique and ge like gently just sort of tweaking anybody that needed mm. that. And I found mm. that beneficial. You definitely have a professionalism with it. But also you would also put it, what you started to do is um, the calming down bit, like the mindfulness at the end where we just shut our mm. eyes. Yeah. And have that last, I don't know, like four minutes of just the the, mm. the cool the cool down and then what what did you term it as? Like a yeah like a mindful session that you'd put in at the end. And I love yeah. that just as much. Thank you. Yeah, and it's really good to hear. And I think because again, I don't feel as though many of us give ourselves the time to just be quiet, to just breathe, to meditate. You know, some people do are quite good at kind of um, including meditation or mindfulness into their day. But I think a lot of us don't even think of doing it. And so and I and I can see and sense when I'm teaching a mindfulness practice for five minutes or even one minute, it can just literally be a few breaths at the end of the class. The 
relaxation on everyone's faces the the quiet the kind of calmness in the room you don't even need to tell me that you're you've enjoyed it I can see and I think I just tried it a couple of times and I and I just kind of figured that people loved it and 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 then everyone sort of gradually opened their eyes again and just looks really kind of and normally you know in the evening as well you just could I almost just feel as though everyone's gonna have a really good night's sleep yeah (laughs) and it just feels like I'm like okay my job is done (laughs) I think I just feel so centered and so yeah yeah the back of it and it's so important to make those those times to do um like meditation is really spoken about quite a lot now Mm. I think what I've realized personally is finding your own way with it mine personally now is a walk with the dog with actually Mm. no iPhone no music no nothing and just taking in the space that you're in because I just struggle to sit sit I think there's something I can't just do that so I need to move but take in nature so I think, yeah, but but with your instruction in a class, I can lean into that because I think mm. I'm being guided. Yeah, I totally agree. And I actually recently I, I didn't have my phone for a few days from a Sunday to a Tuesday. And at first it was a really strange feeling, you know, like not having your phone nearby. But actually, I could still get in touch with people I needed to get in touch with because I had WhatsApp on desktop. So that was fine. So I could relax knowing that, you know, I, I could speak to people when I needed to. But it was things like walking to the train station. I always have a podcast in or I'd be messaging somebody or I ring my mom or um, yeah. my, my nan or, you know, um, or even just walking in the morning. I might, you know, go out for a morning walk. And usually I, I want to be doing I, I don't just let myself be with my thoughts. And it was such an eye opener. And I actually really like it took me, I would say, until maybe Monday evening uh, to kind of get used to it. And when Tuesday evening came around, when I got my phone back, I was kind of like such a reminder that we rely so much on our phones. And I just would recommend anyone just taking a couple of days and just, you know, you can say to people, I'm not going to be as responsible over the next couple of days. Um, Going back to energy it's the energy that you create in your pilates space when you're seeing everybody's face look like so relaxed that's because you've created a real energy in person and I think exercise in itself is energizing and I think like going back to I suppose the topic that is why I love my like that's why I love being a pilates teacher because I find it energizing and I don't teach anywhere near as much as I was when I was teaching full-time but when I I I, you know I have a full-time job and then on a Monday and a Tuesday evening I teach group sessions on on Tuesday it was a couple of weeks ago and I wasn't feeling particularly well not unwell but I was really lethargic and I had a really bad headache and oh I know what yeah it was that really cold week where it was minus six degrees and that morning I'd been out for a run and I'd had a really funny turn in the cold and I it it stayed with me all day like I was really really tired and exhausted after anyway I wasn't looking forward to teaching but it was only my second in-person class teaching again in St Albans so I didn't want to cancel it anyway cut a long story short I taught two hour sessions with, you know, new clients. It's quite quite a lot of energy required to kind of teach and also get to know the bodies. And also, I, you know, as you mentioned, I'm really hands on. At the end of those two hours, it was the most energized I'd felt all day because I was moving, I was interacting, I was connecting. And, and that is, you know, that is why, yeah, I suppose that's why I was teaching for six, six um, years 
full time yeah, full time it's a real shift I think that's what it creates can't it that it's a mm. real shift in a, in the right direction and we can all sort of think yeah oh, I really can't be bothered to do and it's always the thing you can't be bothered to do is what you actually need it's yeah really and it, it's, it's the, the hardest part is sometimes just getting out to do the exercise or getting to do the class but you always know you're going to feel better after I agree yeah I just need you to become a bit nearer to me <laughs> I know I'm sorry <laughs> um what do you have any funny stories that you've ever had from like classes uh, yeah I was thinking about this funny stories I mean the nice thing is you know with having a fitness business you're you're building up a clientele that and often the people your clients that return kind of relate or like your style of teaching or you like them and you kind of build a real community so you end up having a laugh with people and kind of building that rapport and I think it's like the kind of small interactions that you have with people and they have with each other because you know some of my clients have become really good friends you know antenatal postnatal um and just people who see each other every week at the same time every week you know it's I remember in Westerning there was a group of um women and they ended up going to a book club together down at the pub after and I just love that um antenatal um women who were it was like that weird time in covid where you could you could um lockdown was lifted but then it was only lifted for maybe four weeks and then it, it and then it um in again introduced again and a lot of pregnant women at that point in time weren't able to see anyone it was a really lonely time but then they were so this group of women were so lucky because they'd had four weeks getting to know each other and I could still see on Instagram now that they're like like, loads of them are having their like second babies and they're all still friends and it's just you know that's like one really lovely thing but that's a real reward such a reward um but yeah, I think like silly things like, you know, people falling, like people when, when I do the exercises where you're, you might lie on your back with a fitness ball underneath you and then I get people to lift their feet off the floor and it's like people are trying to hold their balance <laughs> and it's really funny and, um, you know. You've you got know, to remain like, professional. <laughs> remain a professional all the time. Yeah. Um, or I mean, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how funny we want to go here, but obviously Pilates, you're using pelvic floor muscles and that kind of thing. And sometimes yeah. you get the yeah. odd, um, yeah, the odd wind you know wind release <laughs> which can be funny especially when you when you compare how women respond to men yes. to men and you get men who just like laugh out loud and just kind of like oh well you know then you get women who just pretend nothing's happened and you, and you just have to glide over it yeah but um yeah I would say those those things but really it's all about the people and the relationships that you build and like that that kind of positivity I suppose yeah really had to you know channeling back to okay Mm. I wasn't really enjoying I came out of uni I got a career and I wasn't really enjoying it and I just thought Mm. quote is this life and then you know movement dance these are all things that I'm passionate about okay maybe Mm. I could create a career from this then you have and you've built up a community and you worked really hard at that and then went six years full-time at that amazing then you then the pandemic hits and I don't want to dwell too much on that but you then had Mm. to like adapt like many that was tricky right yeah I mean I think also although you know I I've always loved dance, drama, acting, that kind of stuff. I never, I'm not so good at the talking to a camera thing. Um, so I never really, it was never really front of mind for me to do online teaching or, um, I don't know, influencing, that kind of thing. Like that just wasn't really a path that I had con- 
well I haven't gone down that path either but mm. I guess when the pandemic hit and all of a sudden I saw other Pilates teachers and yoga teachers getting on it really quickly like it was quite overwhelming because I wasn't yeah. quite ready to I wasn't ready um and you know some of my nearest competitors at that time and I thought oh my gosh like, everyone's gonna go over to their class if I don't jump on this oh see so there was so, there, the feeling of pressure there was pressure there um but there was like okay well also I I do need to do this but it, it happened so quickly didn't it but yeah I remember teaching my very first class on zoom and I was literally in my old house in the in my bedroom tiny amount of space and I've still I think I've still got the recording somewhere because I kept it because it was just me and I, I I was so like oh god I hope this is okay I hope you can all hear me I hope the lighting's okay I've done a few practice sessions yeah prep prep I was prep. really yeah prep 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 but I was so fortunate in that actually a lot of people who couldn't normally join my classes were, were suddenly able to join my classes and it became a really busy time for my business because it actually I wasn't having to pay out for I was really lucky and I, I wasn't able to pay I, I wasn't having to pay out venue hire and things like that anymore so I was actually able to put more money into my business for marketing and um and you know and finding new ways to to twist and turn but yeah I think like I think life is all about adapting and pivoting and kind of jumping on opportunities as and when they come and I think yeah I don't know I think that's always just kind of been something that I stand by I think if you've got a fire in your belly or I think if you you know if you've got a gut feeling I think it's so important to listen to that. And I think with, with with the whole suddenly teaching on Zoom, it did feel like I was stepping out of my comfort zone. But once yeah. I'd done it a few times, I was absolutely fine. And then when I saw new people joining, I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. And it yeah. was, and actually kept me going through lo- like through COVID. I was speaking to all my clients like, you know, every other day or, you mm. know, once a week, however often they were coming. Um, and I think a lot of people were like, they looked forward to this session. So I felt yeah. like I was getting out something out of it, but also I knew how much they were too. So there was somebody listening, thinking, yeah. you know what, I want to turn my interest and passion. What would be the things, what would mm. the advice you would be, be giving? You tapped yeah. onto a little bit there, like your gut instinct, your fire in your belly a little bit. What Do mm. you have any kind of tip for anybody that's sort of on the fence between hobby yeah. and maybe driving the hobby into income yeah yeah I think that there's a couple of things to think about and I think for me I was in a fortunate position you know when I decided to start my business and that I moved out of London and I I was young enough that actually moving back in with my parents was yeah it was it was really exciting at the time I was kind of like oh yeah like looking forward to you know spending more time with them again um whereas I imagine maybe if you're in another stage of your life maybe that isn't even a possibility you know so I was able to to be supported financially um in in that sense but I think life is short life is brief and I think like I am very much you know seize the day get what you possibly can and want from life and if you've got passion if you've got something that you know you feel other people would maybe enjoy or or gain from or I know if you've got something to give to others then then listen to that and listen to that kind of instinct but I think I think like now looking back on reflection you know I think it's really important to be practical and realistic as well you know especially with the cost of living stuff and everything at the moment you know it, it like it's tough times but I think it's very good like it's a very good kind of tip to to consider very carefully whether you want to have it have this maybe passion as your full-time thing and therefore your 
mainstream of income or maybe it's something that you start up on the side as like a passion project it's you know and I think also speaking to other people maybe in your industry reaching out because you know if somebody came to me and people have come to me who have been considering becoming a Pilates teacher and starting their own business I'm always open to speaking to people and I think people are so a lot of people are very sort of happy and and you know wanting to help that I think it's important to kind of weigh up the pros and cons before you make a decision so like as big as maybe leaving a full-time job but I also think what's the worst that can happen sometimes you know like if if you decide you don't like it you can you could you can pivot again yeah Um, great word yeah I am thinking of friends at the same time when you say pivot um with the sofa down the stairs uh, I don't know that oh don't you oh don't worry um I need to find that but uh yeah no pivoting is good and I really agree with you like there's a thin balance fine balance between jumping right in and then leaving yourself into like the unknown and you got to create some security around these choices yeah. to a degree, but life yeah. is short. And yeah. you know what you're going to say to yourself when you're kind of in your if you're in your 80s sitting there. Do you want to sit there thinking I should have, would have, could have? And the thing is, as well, I when I sort of started out my Pilates business, I never really like I I embraced becoming an entrepreneur. So I, I you know I joined network events, I'd set goals, I'd set like short term, mid term, long term. I'd I, I read books, I started these morning rituals, and I really embraced it because it. Was was important for me to still feel um like I was having a normal working day like I still although I maybe wasn't being paid for like a you know 40 hour week or whatever I was I needed to find that stability and that kind of structure in my week so um mm. I did treat it like a full-time job and I created my own website from scratch so I actually ended up getting so much more from it than than the teaching of Pilates I learned about different areas of business which I you know I still have clients coming to my online classes from seven years ago now so I think you never really know where it's going to take you and I think you know so many of us can doubt ourselves and naturally we can think oh but this might happen or what if and but yeah but what what if it goes really well what if like you know yeah so can probably feel as much as you've got a community could also feel a bit lonely yeah, and I think like that's why it's really important to weigh up the pros and cons because in so many respects, a fit fitness, um, having a fitness business, being a fitness instructor, it's such a sociable thing in that you're connecting with people. But at the end of the day, you're still in work mode. You're not. It's not like you're chilling, having a coffee, or you know, you're in work mode. And there was big long stints of the day where I was on my own at home. That's now you know quite normal for a lot of people with working from home and everything. But that wasn't normal for me. Um, it wasn't normal at that time. And I did miss, you know, I did miss that sense of community. I missed having sort of people around me, a team to bounce ideas off of. And um, I also did miss the stability of a full time job and that kind of knowing exactly how much money you're getting in each month and that sort of thing as well so I think it's definitely worth speaking to other business owners and just kind of getting different perspectives you you never know what sort of what where things are going to lead and I think that it's you know never a bad thing to sort of jump on opportunities for those listening that's in the St Albans area um, (laughs) and be able to find um, Lydia Wellness yeah so um, I just started teaching this year in St Albans which is really exciting so I'm teaching on Tuesday evening um, along Upper Latimore Road at a really lovely hall I've got two classes one at 6.30 one at 7.30 and both have um, become busy well busy in the sense that I've got 
maximum 10 people per session but um that's nice it's been really lovely each week somebody else has bought somebody that they know and it's it's become like a very organic uh organic session but it's really lovely really lovely groups and then I also teach on a Monday evening online so anyone and everyone can come and join that and I I record every session and um after the session I will send everyone who's joined the recording which is live for five the link is live for five days so you can either do it more than once or you can catch up as and when a time that suits you. So, oh, my um, goodness. I'm only just realising this. I oh, I honestly yeah. thought it was all in person now. No. So okay. Well, great. I've learned yeah. something there. So yeah. anybody listening in that would like yeah. to get involved, yeah. wherever you yeah. are, you can 100%. do that. And they're good fun. Like, I love those sessions. You know, you can keep your camera on. You can turn your camera off. They're mixed abilities. So I'll give different options for every level of, you know, fitness, wherever you're at. And also I've had, which has been really lovely, a couple of women join recently who are expecting, so I'll modify for them. Um, But yeah, yeah, they're going really well still. So really enjoying, you know, still nurturing my online community and and having that on the Monday as well. So that's... Yeah, so you can can find me on Instagram at Lydia Wellness um, and you can like feel free to DM or... um, find me at www.lydiawellness.com and then all the booking information and everything is on there as well so yeah if you're if you're keen to try pilates then definitely get in touch because um yeah i'd love to speak with you i also would say it's never too late to start a new year of new habits is it but yeah yeah but actually sometimes in january after the christmas and everything you just need to ease yourself in don't you any time is a good time to start pilates you might not really like you might have gone I think one thing as well people have an ideal in their head of what they want to get from something or they might have tried a Pilates class and not enjoyed it or thought oh that was a bit easy or that was really hard but actually every Pilates teacher teaches it differently different style different personality different cues so Mm. yeah never stop at the first you know the first hurdle I think that's great top advice and thank you for being (laughs) on this girl's talk thank you so much it's been great it's so nice to catch up with you 